thanks for listening to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Our podcast has tripled in growth over the last year, and we'd like to say thank you. It's because of you. We're growing. The great thing about the podcast is that we're able to cover some edgy topics and discuss them in a very real way without having to worry about advertisers. To keep it this way and to keep it growing, we're asking you, our loyal subscribers, to give. Give at least about $5 a month minimum. Become a Patreon supporter of GP3. We will shout you out and include you in upcoming monthly e-blast. And there's more to come. At least $5. That's barely, what, giving up two gallons of gas a month? Go to our podcast page and sign up click the link to support our podcast you can do it here's the show we three from gp ran to tommy b broadcasting live on your frequency giving you updates on these georgia streets these are voices for the people that don't get to speak Issues, black news, the conversation's deep Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat iPods, Androids, or your laptop These boys swinging for the fence, saying lie Then came a long way from being homies on the block From afros and braids and now they at the top You want facts? This is where I get them from GP3RTT at gmail.com Send them feedback and they'll be sure to send a response I gotta go now, the show starts in 3, 2, 1 Welcome to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. GP3 Homies from the Block. And now, here's Ran and Tommy B. GP3 Homies from the Block. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back. It is GP3 round 119. Ran is out this week. Tommy B is back in the house. Cousin AJ, you in the house, man? Oh, yeah, you know I'm here, man. What's up, Tommy B? (laughs) Hey, man, thank you for joining me one more time covering in the big chair. I appreciate it, man. Oh, yeah, man. You know, it's all love, man. It's all love. And uh, I'm going to forego the uh, GP3 story this week, man. Y'all can check it out on the bio page. It's a packed show. We got a special guest in, uh, Nabate Isles. By the way, Cousin AJ, we had Nabate on. He's a jazz trumpeter, uh, Grammy winner, uh, when he released his solo project. And and the great thing about Nabate is he he also has been covering the NBA and uh, New York Knicks for like 10 years. And uh, so he's a he's a true NBA expert, so to speak. Oh, so there's the, there's the guy from the sports he know he know his stuff oh he know his stuff and um so we're gonna we're gonna have him you know we're kind of at the halfway point of the nba season um so yeah. uh, he's gonna give yeah. us some insight into the nba hey man by the way uh it, it is king holiday weekend so um happy king holiday weekend to everyone oh, yeah. and i was no, just looking up king man holiday. yeah man and, and you know what it's funny well it's not funny but it's crazy because all this craziness going on makes you it, it's hard not necessarily hard to celebrate but, but, you know, it's kind of pushed the King holiday, yeah, crazy to say it, but down a notch, you know what I mean? In the conversation, you don't see it as much. Uh, yeah, you, they don't even celebrate the King holiday like they did back in school. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they used to get a lot of appraisal, a lot of love, a lot of uh, shit, a lot of everything. Yeah. I don't get much of nothing. Nope. And and I, I think that's, you know, we got to get back to that, especially with what's going on in the country. Uh, but pl- first, we got to get back with it. The people got to get right. But they, you know what I'm saying? That's another topic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you say that, man. I It's funny, man. I pay attention. I've been listening to you uh, on the show. 
and some of your commentary. And and one of the things you say, America ain't right. <laughs> it ain't right. It so, ain't right. <laughs> so it's got <laughs> your own words, but I'm going to let you say that in a few. <laughs> hey, man, hey, man um, by the way, it's NFL Championship Weekend, too. Um, and I don't forget, you know, the NFL is what it is, but I still, you know, I'm a football fan. I still love football. Uh, you got Saints and the Rams and Chiefs and the Patriots. Uh, who you got, man? Saints and Rams. Uh, I'm going with the Saints. Okay. I'm going with the Saints. Yeah, I think I agree. I agree there. Chiefs and Patriots. I'm going with the Saints. Who you got? Chiefs and Patriots. Uh, uh, Patriots. I'm going to go with the Patriots. Oh, Lord. Okay. All right. I got you. I'm going with the Patriots, man. You know. <laughs> only reason I'm going with the Patriots because my brother, he liked the Patriots. So. Yeah. It's hard to go against Brady, though, man. It, you know. that, that It is. It, it's hard. Yeah. But, but hey. Now, it, it, it's, always, it's not physically, not physically, you know, when it comes down, you know, you either like, like him or you don't, but he always finds a way to win. I'm not a, I'm not a fan. It's just even, you know, I was watching sports this week, man, and Shannon Sharp. What's the show? Undisputed? Um, yeah. They were talking, uh, you know, because Shannon Sharp and, and the, his co-host, I forgot the guy out of Dallas, uh, but they were talking about you know, the Patriots and Shannon Sharp would not choose Brady. And he asked him, he said, well, why don't you choose Brady? He said, I'm just tired of him winning, man. <laughs> he said, it ain't about I mean, the man. He's a nice guy. I just, man, I'm tired of them winning. Good, you're that good. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, yeah. some motherfuckers just want to see you lose. If yeah. you're that good, some people just want to see you lose sometimes. They're like, this motherfucker always winning. Yeah, and that's God, what Shannon damn. Sharp was like, damn, he's going to win again? Going to the uh, because so we'll see what happens, man. I'm not going to stay on the NFL, but hey, man, we got uh, Mabate, and I'm gonna jump into it. And and I know you love the NBA as well. If you'll co-sign, let me know if you'll co-sign on some of what he's saying. Okay. Okay. Right. Got you. Hey, what's up, y'all? We got on the line uh, Nabate Isles. Uh, Nabate, of course, uh, really. Uh, I'm, I'm fortunate to get Nabate on a uh, on King Holiday weekend uh, on a on a Sunday morning, and I know it's cold as you know what. In New York, so man, I greatly appreciate you taking the time, bro. And, and, and you know, you're my favorite trumpeter now, man. Since you came on the show last time, you know, of course, your Grammy Award winner, uh, Christian McBride's big band, uh, doing your solo thing with Eclectic Excursions. Uh, you're a sports enthusiast, and you, you're hosting a, a show now. Man, you're telling me you're hosting a show up well, in New York. Well, I mean, yeah, I well, I've been, I work, I work in sports. You know, I, oh, yeah. I work. Um, seven years producing on ESPN New York and at Sirius XM NBA Radio. I was spending most of those years there. Um, so I, you know, I'm like in it, you know, yep. um, and everything, like especially NBA. But um, but I host the show, uh, which I've been doing for 12 years, wow. um, covering Knicks games for nine years, uh, covering, you know, NBA draft, uh, All-Star Weekend, et cetera. And um, yeah, so it's a show called uh, So Much to Talk About, which is on, um, on New York uh, cable, local New York cable. And it's uh, it, you can see it on MNN, uh, M and Manhattan Neighborhood Network. So M and the more and the no and the no MNN.org. And it comes on uh, streams live Wednesdays at 9 p.m. And it's the Spirit Link. Excellent. So uh, yeah, you can see. And also NSI World is uh, my YouTube channel where you can see some older interviews and things that I and definitely I'm, I'm going to put some updates because I have a lot of interviews I've done that need to put them in and update them. So yeah. Well, you bring it, man. Let me let me just say when when you were on the podcast when when we were just you actually came on to talk about your music 
folks were amazed at how in depth you were with sports. So I've got I've got five quick questions. Uh, I'm not going to keep you, man. I want you to, you know, it's a great thing you're a trumpeter and you don't sing. Because <laughs> I, I know yeah. the boy. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a rough Sunday morning for you. For you so I'm not going to keep you long, man. But but the first question yeah, I have. Yeah, horse, horse voice is like, you know, like. Uh, I can't tell, man. I can't. I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but but um, Lakers, man. Uh, LeBronless. Uh, last 10 games have really been tough. Um, do you think Luke's going to make it through the season? It's coming up more, more and more. And, and we, we it, initially, when when you were on the show, the LeBron deal had not been made. And, and actually, you gave some pretty spot on insight. Do you think Luke's going to make it through the season? That's a great question. Um, I I think so. I think he will. Um, because LeBron has been out, you know, since Christmas Day when he got injured um, and at Oracle Arena against the Golden State Warriors. Um, and LeBron will be coming back. Like, he's clear to practice now. Uh, he should be back. I, I don't know if they'll have him come back tomorrow because tomorrow's a big game and the Warriors will be entering Staples Center looking to extract some revenge hmm. for, uh, for that, Laker domin- that dominant Laker win back on Christmas Day on ABC. Uh, tomorrow night will be on TNT. So um, I think Luke will stay. Uh, they, it, it, I think the thing is that what, what I think Luke Walton has not done well is uh, I think he has not made the adjustments that he needed to make uh, from the standpoint offensively. Hmm. I think Lonzo Ball should have the ball in his hands. I think he, you know, especially when LeBron was out, Lonzo should have been really dictating that offense. Um, I think they're giving the ball to Brandon Ingram too much. Now, granted, Brandon Ingram had a great overtime yesterday. That scored nine points. Um, and he should have got the ball because he was the hot hand. Of course, KCP threw up the air ball, air ball which really deflated the <laughs> Lakers um, and, 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 and cost them that win at Houston. Um, but uh, I think Luke has not made the right adjustments throughout the season. And that I can, if I talk about those adjustments, uh, it will be a 30 minute. Uh, yeah, but I, I get the point. I get, <laughs> I get yeah, the point. Yeah, Definitely, so, yeah. But, but I think, um, I think you, get, you have to keep them now because LeBron is coming back. And I, I have to say, if they do not go on a run, when LeBron comes back, because you know when LeBron's on the court, there's a difference. Mm-hmm. There's Absolutely, a difference. He's yep. a coach on the court. So if okay, the only way that Luke doesn't stay is that if they do not go on a run when LeBron comes back. I'm not talking about winning like ten in a row. I'm talking about winning six of ten or seven of ten. You know, or you know, just steadily going up the Western Conference standings um, mm-hmm. because they they need to try to get in the top five, mm-hmm. if not the top four. It's there for them to be in the top four because they're only three games back behind Portland and the Oklahoma City Thunder that they're both tied for third so um, so yeah so I think I think if they don't go on a run then then I think that would be it for Luke but I, I think he will be safe and I think the Lakers will start to to, um, to get things together especially LeBron being there but they gotcha. need another piece they yeah. need to try to get Agreed. another piece and, and also too Brandon Ingram is not a guy that he's not the second option uh, Kyle Kuzma is the second option mm-hmm. um, Lonzo Ball is you know I mean third option from the standpoint of not scoring but like being having the ball in his hands I think Brandon Ingram should really be the fourth option overall 
um, from the standpoint of having the ball in his hands. And he needs to try to use that length to be like a glue guy, to, mm-hmm. to kind of be like a, you know, a Nick Batum, someone like that, you yeah. know, this year, you know, as his offensive game is not truly developed. So he needs to try to, to do different things defensively and offensively. Um, and, and, and kind of like, you know, you give him the touches based on what's going on, that, what the game, what, you know, how the game is going. Okay. Number two, man, Golden State, nine in last 10 games, nine and one, demolished Denver. Are they back to true form? It was being questioned at the beginning of the season. I, I have to say, they all they have to do is stay in first place. That's it. Um, I think they're really going to take it easy. Um, I, I mean, let me not say that, take it easy. I mean, they're really <laughs> going to use the regular season to kind of like um, hone some things, mm-hmm. to try to get the chemistry going with Boogie Cousins, now back in the lineup, Marcus Cousins. He looks great. Um, against the Clippers, and and it was great how the the Warriors were looking to feed him the ball, but I think they just need to be concerned about being healthy. They in the second half start resting players, um, you know, just so they can make sure that they are in full strength and really at a high level in the playoffs. Because still, this is the roster that you cannot beat in seven oh, games. Geez. It's going yeah. to be tough, you know, yeah. in seven games. So that's why. They need to just make sure that they're above, you know, in first place, they have home field in the Western Conference. And uh, when it comes to the best record in the NBA, um, they're actually uh, a game and a half behind the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm -hmm. Um, And and also they are uh, two games, no, yeah, two games behind the Toronto Raptors and a game and a half. Um, Behind, yeah, two games behind the Toronto Raptors, a game and a half behind the Milwaukee Bucks. So if they can look to get home court, just really focus on just getting home court, they'll be fine. But but like I said, I'm, I, I think they're going to really like kind of like analytically and mathematically see, you know, throughout the year, you know, which games that we can rest after our game, which games can we rest KD, mm-hmm. rest Boogie, you know, things yeah. like that. And also, you know, Boogie's obviously on a minutes restriction. James Harden, is he working toward league MVP? Man, he's got 19, a 19 game run in a row, 30 points plus. Um, Fifty-seven points uh, about a week ago or so. Is he is he working toward league MVP? You know what, Harding has been absolutely incredible, and uh, you know I give him a lot of credit. Uh, he's he's been you know sensational, um, and offensively he's just been amazing. Uh, and you know with the step back and throw, you know just just has been sensational overall. But I have to say, though, I don't think he's MVP. I think he's, it's Giannis instead of Kupo because Giannis has led this Milwaukee Bucks team. They're 33 and 12. Wow. Who yeah. would have ever thought that? You Nobody. know, and he has completely <laughs> carried them. Yeah. They don't have another all-star. I think Chris Middleton is a borderline all-star, but I think there's too much talent in the East. I think Middleton will kind of get pushed out. It's not like Giannis has like a, a legit second option. I mean, legit meaning like an all-star second option um, with him, and and I think I think absolutely I think um, that 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 Giannis is the MVP in this situation that's very similar to 2005-2006 when Kobe Bryant averaged 35.4 points a game and of course had that 81 point game against and which is actually coming up that's it's going to be the 13th anniversary of that game I believe 
Oh, today is. Today is January 20th. Wow. Yeah, today is the 13th anniversary of Kobe dropping 81. That's, mm. that's amazing. Wow. I just realized, uh, wow. It, it's, it's coincidental, you know, that I'm making that comparison. But I see it very much with Tim Duncan winning the MVP mm-hmm. over, excuse me, Steve Nash winning the MVP over Kobe Bryant uh, because Steve Nash led his team to 60 wins. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's about leadership, yeah. To like, 50, mm-hmm. like 58 to 60 wins. Mm-hmm. And, and and Kobe was scoring magnificently, um, but no, it just, he, he, it just wasn't good enough. So I think this is very much like that. I think Houston still has some issues. Um, they, they're still going to have to fight to make it into the playoffs. They will make it to the playoffs, but they're not going to be in the top three. Um, if they go on a magnificent run in the second half and make the top three, then Harden does nudge Giannis. Mm-hmm. But Giannis right now is, to me, by far the MVP. Okay. Should we care about the East at all, Nabate? Uh, yes, absolutely. In terms uh, of yes, winning at all. You know, when I say winning at all, because for the last few years, it's been the West. Uh, winning. Oh, yeah. West has been dominant. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. I think Toronto's dangerous. They're yeah. absolutely dangerous. I mean, you have Kawhi Leonard, and Kawhi Leonard has always dominated the Golden State Warriors. And the way the Raptors play against the Warriors, they match up with them very well. They have a lot of diverse two-way players on that team, like Kawhi, like Serge Ibaka, like uh, Pascal Siakam, who's been absolutely incredible, and he plays his IQ is like off the charts for such a young player. You have Kyle Lowry still that's there as a bulldog and a point guard. But really, I think really offensively, Kawhi Leonard takes a lot away from Kyle Lowry from that pressure. So Kyle could be more of that distributor that he's been throughout the season. Um, And Toronto overall, they, they have a lot of depth uh, they have, and Valachunas will be coming back. Giannis Valachunas, that's a big body you can put on Demarcus Cousins. Hmm. You can put Kawhi on Kevin Durant. You can put um, uh, Pascal Siakam on maybe Clay Thompson. I'll put Kawhi and Clay Thompson, put Pascal on Kevin Durant. So that uh, they match up very well with Golden State. Milwaukee, I think Milwaukee doesn't have, like I said, they need one more player. Uh, Chris Middleton is good, don't get me wrong. And he's had big playoff games. But I think they're one player away. They, they, the farthest they'll go, their ceiling will be the conference championship, mm-hmm. conference finals. Right. Um, also, look out for Boston. Gotcha. Boston is still dangerous. Boston has the experience, and they have that closer to Kyrie Irving, who I think, along with Kawhi Leonard, they are the most dangerous postseason players in in the league. I would say in the Eastern Conference. You know, like wow. you will put them top five along with LeBron, along with Katie, along with Steph. Okay. You know, um, and those five are like the most dangerous postseason players in the NBA. See, I'm going to have to shut you down on NBA, man. I'm going to have to shut you down on it. Because <laughs> you could go off. For, see, you told me, it's like, man, I can only do a couple of minutes on the NBA. Oh, but, but, man, I, uh, no, but Boston, <laughs> but I got to say, Boston and Toronto are very dangerous to any team in the uh, Western Conference. No question. I'm not going to ask you about the Knicks. Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. I, you know what? Don't worry. I, hey, I, I, hey, I, I, hey, Nabate, I, don't worry. I, I, I got the know. Hawks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I give them the credit though. They're they're they're, they're building. Yes, they are. They, they can do. Yes, they are. Hard, you know. Yeah. Yes, they are. Hey, man. Um, I want to get to your music, man. Before you go, um, update okay. us on Eclectic Excursion. Um, definitely on my on my rotation. 
uh, my, my favorite jazz album right now. So, you know, when I'm listening to jazz, I'm checking you out. Uh, give us an update, man. What's going on with it? Um, Grammy's right around the corner. You got any corner? Uh, do you have any, uh, any any nominations or anything? Even, you know, you were with Christian McBride. I don't know if you guys have done anything this year, but update us on what's going on. Hello. Yeah, well, thank you for asking. Eclectic Excursions actually reached 34 in the Jazz Week charts, and it was on the top, in the top 50 for six weeks. Excellent, man. And I'm very proud. An independent album, you know, uh, very, very proud. And I give Groove Marketing, uh, who I worked with, a lot of credit for getting my album out there. Got a lot of spins in Atlanta, especially on Atlanta Jazz uh, station um, and everything, so uh, it, it's it's gone well. It, it's gotten a lot of exposure, um, and and yeah, you can and you know as your listeners, you know they can purchase it on any digital platform: iTunes, uh, Google Play, Amazon, Spotify. They can hear it. Uh, title, they can hear it, and also um, if they if CDs are available. So if they are interested in CDs, they can contact me on my Facebook page, Nabate Al's Trumpet. I just send me a message and I can uh, send you a CD if you're interested in it, um, for sure and I'm doing a big performance I've been performing for the record um, around the city um, and I'm doing two big performances I have one on January 29th at the prestigious jazz standard um, like one of the top jazz clubs in the world um, leading my band there on the 29th which I'm looking forward to and then I'm playing at the historic Clef Club of Philadelphia uh, Clef Club of Jazz in Philadelphia um, on March 16th um, which is going to be a great event with my band as well. So I'm starting to, you know, get it out there um, and, and, and performing. We're performing a lot uh, to promote the record. And uh, people are starting to know me around the country, which is great. And the radio play really helped. Good stuff, man. Wonderful. And I'm no grand, oh, no Grammy nominations this year. I, I was, I was, uh, you know, I made the first round, but didn't make this current second round of like the five nominations per category. Didn't make that, but you know, hey, you know, it, it's all good, you know. But you know I what, man? Like, this is your first solo project. First solo project. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and yeah. you know, the fact that you made the first round, and that's just the way it is. First go round, first album. You know, but I, I expect to see you on the next one. So, you know, it's good stuff. You you know, you're, you're a class act, man. You're a good dude. You're doing just uh, amazing. Uh, the diversity and what you can talk about, man, that's that alone. You know, we talked about that, that on the show. Uh, you, you know, you're, you're rare when it comes down to, you know, talent. So keep doing your thing, man. And, and hopefully we can we, we consider you a friend of the show, man. So I'm going to call you back if something happens to the NBA. <laughs> but I won't call you back on Sunday morning, though, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, I look forward. Looking forward, absolutely. And uh, no, thank you for your thank you for your time, and thank you for for promoting the record and the project. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime. Uh, come on. We'll continue to do it. Nabate, thank you so much. Nabate Owls, Grammy Award winning trumpeter, Christian McBride's big band solo artist, Eclectic Ex- Excursions. Again, uh, Nabate, take care of your bo- your voice, man. Um, and uh, oh, you thank know, you so much. Appreciate Sh- it. turned sixty this week, so you're gonna reach out to her, give her a shout out, and see if she'll be on the next project. Hopefully, we'll see. Absolutely, <laughs> no, no doubt. <laughs> Take care, man. Take care, dude. We'll see. I ain't trying to start no rumors, uh, cousin AJ, about about Charday. So, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it, hey, hey, anything can happen. Man. Anything can anything happen. Can you know, happen. anything can happen. He's a good brother, man. I, but you agree with any what he said? You agree, man? I I don't see how I could dis- disagree. Everything he said, I'll I'll be right there shaking my head. Yep, 
Oh yeah. Yeah. He's on it, man. I, I think, um, and, and he, he had predicted, it's funny, man. We had him on the day before the LeBron James deal went down. And, um, you know, a lot of folks have said it wasn't going to happen. And sure enough, he said it was going to happen that week. Boom. So, uh, Nabate Alice, thank you so much, man. And we'll, uh, We'll, we'll have him on occasionally uh, throughout the podcast uh, year. This is not a sports show, but this is kind of just big in culture. Wouldn't you say? Um, this is kind of part of the culture. Uh, this whole uh, halftime performance thing. Um, do you yeah. you agree uh, or disagree that no. Travis Scott should have gotten approval from Kaepernick to perform at the Super Bowl, AJ? Tell what what are your thoughts, man? You follow these now. Guys. Me as a black man, just because of what he was stood for, and what the NFL already saying what they stood for, I couldn't fuck with him. I can't. I would have to decline. I got to turn y'all down. I so you're saying Trav? You're saying Travis should have turned it down? He should have turned it down. Okay. He should. I, I don't care about. Uh, I'm gonna make them donate. He said he was gonna make them donate five hundred thousand dollars to Dream Corps, mm-hmm. Dream Corps Foundation. Right? Don't nobody care about that shit. If you really want to donate, you got enough money. Donate your own money, but still turn it down. You see what I'm saying? So if anything you talking about, you doing all this is gonna help the cause. It ain't gonna help the cause mm-hmm. unless you about to get up on that stage and take a knee. Mm. Now, if that's your whole plan, then hey, the world is watching. So you're saying basically because the the controversy started part of it um I think Travis Scott had had actually put out a release or made a statement that he had spoken with Kaepernick and everything was cool. And yeah, he actually did talk to Kaepernick. So mm-hmm. so, so that that is true. But did Ka- so, Kaepernick really didn't give him a No, nah, he really Okay. So, so basically, what Scott said, he uh, released a statement saying, "I back anyone who takes a stand for what they believe in. I know being an artist that it's in my power to inspire. So, before confirming the Super Bowl halftime performance, I made sure to partner with the NFL on this important donation. I am proud to support Dream Course and the work they do. Mm-hmm. That's hopefully inspired and promote change. Okay. Okay. So he, I think, I mean, I still think it's a bullshit." whatever makes him sleep at night. Yeah, you know, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm torn, bro. I'm torn. And with with a lot of these artists, like, how would you, how big would you say Travis Scott is right now? Travis Scott is a big artist. He's yeah. a major artist. Yeah, he's like, he's massive. He's he's at the top. You know, hip hop and R and B, or even pop. He crossover, right? Yeah. Even if it ain't his song, he's produced a song. Yeah. So, you know, so his name is out there. So you, you, your influence. Do you think it's going to hurt him in the future? Not, not really. Mostly opinion wise. Yeah. Like as far as far as people taking a lot of action behind stuff, you gotta, you gotta do some really, really fucked up shit for people to do action behind something that you choose to do. It, yeah, it may be a topic of controversy for yeah. a second, but I don't think it's going to affect his music. Nobody's going to not listen to a song because it's produced by Travis Scott. Oh no, he did the halftime show because mm-hmm. Big Boy just said he was doing a halftime show too yeah. with uh, Maroon Five. So. Do you think it's as big um, as you remember what Chrisette Michelle did, right? Perform at the Trump inauguration. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, the, yeah. See, a lot of people are trying to compare it to that, and I can't compare it to that. Um, no. I, I, I don't compare it to doing any. Now, I will say this. AJ, if if he were doing something for forty five, I would I would probably not you know I turn I, I turn my back on him. Um, but but you know I I just think and and I'm gonna say this man I I you know your opinion's your opinion. I just think man I just want in 2019 I'd love to hear Kaepernick be more vocal about how he feels and not have people speak for him. You know um, I just hope in 2019 he. He steps out more. He makes more appearances and he lets people hear it from the horse's mouth. Uh, it, it's kind of tough for me to follow somebody I never see or hear. I, I mean, I, I, ain't no to. I, I do agree with the stand. I agree with the stand because even doing the podcast, we were doing the podcast when all the shootings were occurring and and and, and it was disheartening. And, and it was you were, we were glad to see somebody take a stand. But I just think he's going to have to be more vocal. And a lot of people don't agree with me on that. But I, I, I just think he needs to really uh, show more leadership and be visible and be vocal. Well, you, go ahead. Well, you got to think. I feel like Kaepernick, does, he's he's vocal. He's just behind the scenes vocal. Yeah, I, you got to think. We like, just like we talked about last time. Yeah. This world is so PC. Yeah. They try to turn the good guy into the bad guy. All the take is that one, that one, is that anything, that inch, mm-hmm. that crumb, that one drop of salt. That's all them niggas need. There's one drop of salt, mm-hmm. and they gonna drown your ass. <laughs> all right. So yeah, he do what he need to do mm-hmm. because you got to think of the movement that he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a, it's not, it's not nothing that's minor. Yeah, like. He he's shaking some shit. So you yeah. know what I'm saying? You got him you gotta move under the radar. Well we'll see. Yes. We'll see. I mean I I'm 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 uh again I uh, I'm hopeful that uh the movement takes more form in twenty nineteen because we still got a ways to go with that. Okay. So we good do. good point. We do. Good point. Hey man, Black Panther, um, by the way, and, and I'm I'm calmed down a little bit from last week, AJ. Um they won some awards. <laughs> in 2019, uh, they won three awards, man. Best costume design, production design, and visual effects at the uh, Critics' Choice Awards. So I'm going to shut oh, the yeah, hell up for yeah, a few minutes. Yeah. Um, and the um, the Academy Award nominations, by the way, are announced this week, this Tuesday. I know how you feel about it. You already made it clear uh, that awards awards are for white folks, for white people. So, uh yeah. You know, but but I I just you know my my point I think I believe that man these are, these guys have worked so hard man they need to be awarded for all the hard work just like you know any of these other movies that are putting in as much. I know. mean, change is coming. Some yeah. some people are really making and acting so good it can't be overlooked. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm happy for Regina Regina King. You know, Regina King uh, has won Golden Globes. Uh, I think Regina King is going to do well uh, at the with the Academy Awards. I think she's going to win an Oscar. Uh, Maharshala Ali uh, from the Green Book that not not the movie itself, but he's been winning. So you know, there's there's some strong black presence in Hollywood film. I just you know, I, I just I just think Black Panther was just so huge for it not to win. You know, and and this is before your time, man. And and I guess because I was salty because you know you know about the color purple, right? And the color purple, yeah. 
went through this where, you know, a couple of people uh, dogged the movie uh, NAACP because it had a white director and a couple of other things. But, you know, that movie is legendary in black culture. But and, and it didn't win anything. I think it may, may have won one or two small awards. And, um, you know, it was such a great movie and it didn't get recognized. Man, I just hate to see an artist lose recognition, you know, for for. Uh, but you got, how you many, know, I just how many actors that. and actresses have been in Hollywood and they've said Hollywood is fucked up. Every, yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Like Hollywood, they say it's fucked up. It but you know matter. what? It's It's got to change, though, AJ. And, and the reason I say that is if we don't fight for the change all those folks in history who have fought we we minimize their efforts if we don't continue to fight if we just throw our hands not, up you know that's just my not, thought yeah not not even throwing hands up my my whole thing i'm a realist yeah i'm a realist yeah. i i recognize reality and i recognize patterns yeah yeah so change does happen but change only happens temporarily Hmm, okay. Change, change. Kind of like Obama. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> kind, you know, in a similar fashion. But but change does happen. So yeah, yeah. so basically, you they give you something for so long. Yeah. And then boom, it's kind of back to either we're gonna benefit from this, or we back to the old ways, or we're gonna make this new idea crumble in a way. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying. So it's all it's always some bullshit when it comes to. Sh- to the white folk. It's always some bullshit. You can look at it. It's in history and patterns repeat themselves. Mm, okay. Right now, we just in a digital age. So everybody can see everything. Mm, yeah. So if they want to destroy something or somebody, they can. Yeah. It's easy. Good point. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it, you, you could want change and you could fight for change. The best thing you could do is trick the system, find a way in there, and if you can't destroy who in there and then take over and make change, then they gonna destroy you and they gonna keep it the way that it is. Okay. Hey man, speaking of like, uh destroy the system and change, it was a crazy week this week, man. Um and we uh, you've been following uh I'm sure I mean you you follow some politics and, and you don't necessarily have to go deep to understand the amount of times or the number of times uh, the Trump administration has said no collusion. That's like no collusion is is like their trademark almost is like every I mean, that's that's their pattern. That's what they're known for. Whenever he steps up and he's going through a speech and he gets off off message, no collusion is going to come up. So I want to play something for you because. Giuliani man, um, who is, quote unquote, uh, Trump's attorney, um, went on CNN this week and basically said that he didn't say or they never said that there was no collusion. And and I want to play this clip and I pulled the clip from uh, kind of a combination of CNN and Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, big thanks to Jimmy Kimmel, man. He 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 really did what I think everybody should do. He laid it out. He He, he played every part of what is what was said recently, what was said in the past. And um, and I, I just want to play it for you. OK, so hang tight. Well, the amount of false reporting about this case is despicable. Mr. Mr. Mayor, it's false despicable. reporting is saying that nobody in the campaign had any contacts with Russia. False reporting is saying that there has been no suggestion of any kind of collusion between the campaign and any Russians, because now you have Paul Manafort giving poll data I, I that winds said, up leading to this coincidence. Well, you just misstated my position. I never said there was no collusion between the campaign 
or between people in the campaign? Yes, I have, have no idea. If the, I have not. I said the you, president of the United States. There is not a single bit of evidence the president of the United States committed the only crime you could commit here, conspired with the Russians to hack the DNC. All right. Now, you heard the audience because that was Kimmel. You heard him laugh because here's the part where he said just the opposite. Here we go. Is it still the position of you and your client that there was no collusion with the Russians whatsoever on behalf of the Trump campaign? Correct. All right. So he agreed. <laughs> All right. Now, this is back to uh, back to Rudy and Chris. The president did not. He said nobody had any contact. Tons of people had contact. Nobody colluded. The guy running his campaign. He didn't say he was working on an issue at the same time as the convention. He said he didn't. He didn't say nobody. How would you know that nobody in your campaign? He actually did say that. What do you you say, man? Man, these (laughs) these motherfuckers be lying. (laughs) What do you say? They they been lying. You can't say nothing. Yeah. You yeah. can't say they. That's this for is America. This is the world that we living in. I can tell you something. Yeah. You can record it on camera, and I can say I didn't say it. <laughs> and you gonna believe me? I just played the Boy. clips. That's you know. I, I'm not even gonna keep going. I'm not even gonna keep going. Let's go next, man. Um, man. Cardi B stepped out this week, and I don't know if you saw her Instagram post. Um, I love Cardi. It's day. <laughs> It's day 30 of the the whole government shutdown. And um, I called it, you know, we used to call this thing back in back in the day um, with the Carter administration, America held hostage. This is America held hostage. Part two. And uh, here was Cardi's take. You you saw her Instagram, right? You did you see mm-hmm. it? Right, yeah, yeah, you know, I saw you know, I saw that shit. <laughs> now I'm going to go ahead and play. What she said for folks who may not have caught it. Here we go. And and by the way, I, you know, well, y'all, it's a podcast. Put the headphones on the kids. Here we go. <laughs> hey, y'all. I just want to remind y'all because it's been a little bit over three weeks. Okay. It's been a little bit over three weeks. Trump is now ordering, as in summoning, federal government workers to go back to work without getting paid. Now, I don't want to hear y'all motherfuckers talking about, oh, but Obama shut down the government for 17 days. Yeah, bitch. For health care. <laughs> so your grandma could check her blood pressure and you bitches could go check your pussy in the gynecologist with no motherfucking problem. Now, I know a lot of y'all don't care because y'all don't work for the government or y'all probably don't even have a job. But this shit is really fucking serious, bro. This shit is crazy. Like, our, our country is in a hellhole right now. All for a fucking wall. And we really need to take this serious. We, I feel like we need to take some action. I don't know what type of action, bitch, because... This is not what I do, but bitch, I'm scared. This is crazy. And I really feel bad for these people that got to go to fucking work to not get motherfucking paid. So what do you think, AJ? Was she, she right, right. by saying that's that? Hell yeah. That's exactly how it is. <laughs> yes. Motherfucker be like, damn, yeah. I got to get up, go to work, do a whole shift just to not get paid. Yeah. And you know half of them ain't getting no motherfucking back pay. Yeah. Well, they said. quit. Yeah, they said according there has been some kind of legislation that's been signed. I just want to see if everybody gets it. But you're right. I mean, you know, it's based on the number of lies that have been told. You know, it, it's hard for people to believe anything. They don't know what to believe. So, And if you do get back pay, it might be a breakdown of each check. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to give you a breakdown of $20 on your check until you, the lump sum is paid wow. up. Oh, what? Man. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. always going to be some bullshit. It's always some bullshit. Yeah. But 
Let me tell you, man, I wish every artist would step out and and do what Cardi did. Um, and, And you don't hear enough artists in this situation, because in a lot of cases, man, when you see the, 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 the video and you see the people responding, a lot of the people who are really, man, kind of living, well, not kind of, but definitely living paycheck to paycheck, they, they're the ones who listen to her music. You know, those are the mm-hmm. folks, those are her fans. And, um, you know, I, I just wish more artists would stand out. And, you know, I, I don't always agree with Cardi, man. Um, I'm, I'm happy and, and always uh, I love to see uh, what she's doing on the charts. But but this was a big move. This was a this was a big girl move uh, for her to step out and, and make. And but you know what? People yeah. people be sleeping on Cardi, man. Cardi, oh, she she more than she may be hood and all that shit and everything. But yeah, but Cardi, the shit that she be saying, she be have she got her mind right. Oh, well, somebody stepped to her. Uh, Tommy Lauren stepped to her, man. And she said, you know, keep it up. I'm going to have to dog walk you. (laughs) So, So you know what I'm saying? That's when you got to pull up on them with the gloves. Like, what's happening? (laughs) We got to shoot the 15 real quick. Yeah, Cardi, Cardi, um, you know, they, you got to be ready to step to Cardi. And and a lot of these folks think uh, that they can just handle her. And that ain't the case. So kudos man, to her, man. That, Good move. Uh, and, like, and, you know. Go back to the world being PC. Yeah. Everybody fuck that PC shit. Well, this was definitely not PC. So kudos to Cardi. <laughs> hey, man, uh, a couple of things. And, and you know, again, crazy week. Uh, BuzzFeed came out with the story that basically said Cohen, uh, that, that 45 directed Cohen to lie to Congress about the Trump Tower thing. As you know, um, the... Um, the whole big controversy is whether or not they were doing deals with Moscow for the Trump hotel during the 2016 election period. And, um, the, the campaign has continued to deny it. And basically, uh, Buzzfeed's reporting that Trump directed Cohen to lie to Congress about that old Trump tower. Now, the other huge news is that Mueller came out on Friday and 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 basically said that that report from BuzzFeed was inaccurate. Now, I'm going to say this, man, and, and give me your thoughts, AJ. I think there's a difference between the story is false and the story is inaccurate. Don't you agree? Now, if they had said the story is false, it's not true, then I probably, if I'm BuzzFeed, I'd have more concern. But saying it's inaccurate, that means Parts might be true and or, you know, there may be something inaccurate, you know, about it, but it, it that doesn't mean it's false. So, you know, any so, thoughts, man? Wordplay word word play is a motherfucker. Yeah. Yep. If you pay attention, if you pay attention to how they deliver their statements, they they a one word could change. Like you said, one word could change that whole phrase that inaccurate can mean. Uh. It happened at nighttime instead of daytime. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't necessarily mean what I'm saying is untrue. Yep. Yep. Untrue, <laughs> false, and, and inaccurate. And two different words. I mean, two, two different words. Two completely different statements. Yeah. So, so I'm going to mention this, man. You know, he disputes the, the council, Mueller, the team, are disputing the statement or just saying and it's, in, it's inaccurate. It is really unprecedented because really Mueller hadn't said much at all when it comes. He's he's not 
disputed any of the reporting. I just think here's my opinion, AJ. And you know how sometimes people say stuff and it's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they know, damn, they beat me to it. I just think BuzzFeed beat them to it. And and say I said the shit before me. Yes. And I think I think they beat them to the report and they want people to not believe it until they release the report. I think. And, and you're absolutely right. It's wordplay. It is. We wordplay. dealing with we dealing with the smartest, dumbest motherfuckers in the office. <laughs> and right now, because this, this shit be. You ever just notice some shit and you be like, I can't believe a motherfucker I, did that. Yeah, I can't believe did you, you said really. It. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you they doing it in the open so much. Yeah. And like you said, Trump got all his homies up in the office with him. Everybody in there is affiliated. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't they lie for him? Yeah. Yeah. The only reason could about to tell is because he's going to jail. He already going to jail. So he like, ain't no telling what he might say. Well, I, 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 they better have protection. That's all I got to say. And I will say this, man, BuzzFeed, the folks at BuzzFeed are absolutely positively saying, look, we um, we stand by it. They've not backed down at all. No. They ain't going to back down. And it, it'll be interesting if they do. I, hey, man, um, I got one quick thing. And, and I want to I get your, you know, your, your cousin's corner. But a couple of things I want to just mention to folks. A uh, report came out this week, man, uh, NAACP slammed uh, CBS News. Um, for this report. Um, Basically, Variety had leaked a report uh, that came from one of the digital producers over at CBS about who was going to be covering the 2020 uh, election. And it was the digital news team. And it did not include any African-Americans. Not one black person. Yeah, not one. And Mm -hmm. so the NAACP basically came out and and slammed CBS. And and it it, it didn't slam the entire news even though it did you know i, I would say you know it, it, it the news response the news department is responsible um but bottom line is they you know they said um in in naacp statement they said it proves that the voting power and the voices of of black america continue to be undervalued and, and i'm gonna say this man this is a problem y'all uh if you know all podcasts all, all folks who listen to the show support the show um, I, I have no issues with other races being represented, but the black vote is huge. And and uh, we've been overlooked, man, for so long, undervalued, underestimated. And it seems to happen every single election. And, and, and again, this is another sign of it. And if you take a look, AJ, uh, even if you look at the trend, uh, you don't see that many black journalists on TV in prime time the way we used to, even back in the yeah. day. Uh, Don Lemon is on, but he's on at 10 p.m. Joy Reid tends to be uh, weekends and weekdays. It, it just seems like more and more we, we kind of be being pushed into the shadows. And and I don't know if you know, I mean, CBS has a connection to Viacom, who also owns BET. So I will say that, you know, and you know what BET has, how much news? Like zero <laughs> percent? You know, when it comes down to it, the, 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 the presence on, on the, on the quote-unquote black networks has been reduced so much, man. They used to have morning news. They used to have news shows, and they pull them off. People, yeah, and so I know man, people don't want to hear a lot. To, but, but, to yeah, comment on that, people, it, man, this word is an illusion. Yeah. And you can't 
you people don't want to see the truth, man. The people fail to see the truth. This yeah. world is an illusion. Yeah, it's like the All Matrix. Thing, yeah, it's the Matrix, bro. But go ahead. It's it's literally, it's literally the Matrix. Yeah, people think that the black power and we fighting for this, fighting for that. For literally, just like Malcolm X said, forever. Black people to see, we need our own. We need to keep our money circulating in between us. Mm-hmm. If you to take away the white man's power, you have to take away they they pocket, take away their money. That's how you give hit them where it hurt. Yeah. If I can't, if you can't make no money off of us, then you don't know how to control us. Mm-hmm. Because now, and you know, and you got to think about it, that's in any situation when you you could be taking care of a woman, but she may not know how to make her own money. Mm-hmm. Let a woman know how to make money. And now you can't take care of her. Now you really can't control. You lost your little control. Yeah. Same yeah. same thing in, in school. Mm-hmm. Boom. I got to teach you this. You need this to go out in the world. Mm-hmm. I control you. But some people break free of them changes. Some people teach themselves. So boom. Now you don't control me. You don't tell me what I have to do. Yeah. yeah. Even, even Jay Smith said society is, society is built like a jail. They teach school from elementary on up. They teach you when to go to class. They teach you when to eat. They teach you when to leave. And they already getting you prepared for a job. Same when you go to the job. They mm-hmm. teach you, you on the clock. You do what I tell you to do. When I tell you to do it, you eat when I tell you to go eat. And you leave when I tell you to leave. Yeah. If you can't do this and follow these rules, then there's penalties. Yeah. Well, and let me, let me, who, yeah, go ahead, man. Go, go, go. Right. Oh, I was just saying the only people who don't live by those rules are the people who broke free don't change societies and they make their own rules, mm-hmm. which entrepreneur. Yeah. I work for myself. I teach myself. You don't control my environment. I control my own environment. Yeah. So true. Well, let me say this, man. All I got to say is black folks don't, don't settle for reruns of like the game and good times and reality TV and let that be all you consume. That's all I got to say. Um, news is important. We got to demand news and we, we also have to demand our journalists to give us a perspective. And I, I just, you know, this was disappointing. Well, you know what? I'm not surprised, just disappointed. It, not Never a surprise, never a surprise. And uh, the assignment for the week, man, um, if y'all check out the Atlantic Magazine, uh, and I'll put the link on the podcast page this week. Uh, basically, the Atlantic, Atlantic, Atlantic Magazine is, uh, has a, an article, Impeach Donald Trump. And basically what they're saying is it says starting the process will rein in the president. And they feel that, uh, and, and as do I, that he's undermining American ideals. And um, it also brings debate about his fitness for office in Congress. And that is that is definitely where the debate belongs. It is a pretty bold story. Uh, it's out now. And I'll put the link on the podcast platform. AJ, you got anything in the Cousins Corner, man? Uh so I want to make a comment on this soldier boy joint real quick. So that's all you doing your dog, challenge, man. <laughs> man, my my boy Young Draco out here. So what everybody don't know is soldier boy is crazy as he sounds. He talking facts. Hmm. He really talking facts. Now, I ain't gonna say everything he's saying is facts, but majority of what he's saying is actually facts. Yes, he did do a feature or a shout out to a lot of these artists that people didn't know or wasn't fucking with. He was he was right. He was doing music with him. He was producing with him. He was making beats for him. He really was. Soulja Boy does have his own strand of marijuana. Soulja Boy do got a video game. 
he do got a movie coming out. So he he ain't really capping about a lot. He sounds stupid, but he ain't really he ain't capping. Hmm. He is not. He he really telling the truth about a lot of the stuff that he's saying that he did. He really really was dealing with a lot of these artists that people listen to now. Now I don't know about if he gonna drop another hit or nothing like that, but yeah. he, he ain't capping about everything that he talking about. So his boy is real. He legit. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm glad you told me that because if you watch the video <laughs> and the challenges. <laughs> Dre <laughs> Dre <laughs> It's crazy man I saw your challenge Oh, Okay there we go We're gonna see That's I guess that's something we need to follow Hey man um, don't forget we're on Instagram uh, If you want to find anything else Anything about our show uh, Look us up on Instagram Everything's on there all the links uh, GP3 underscore homies Everything is there you can go to castropolis.net. We stream every Sunday. Click listen live. Um, again, you'll find this on Instagram, but we're on Spotify, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Podbean, TuneIn Radio. Uh, just search GP3 Homies. And, and y'all give us a review on iTunes. Uh, you know, we, we, we only want five stars. Uh, you know, so give us a review on iTunes. Also, you can find ways to support us. Um, and that is on the Instagram link. And it's also on the podcast platform. At Twitter, uh, on Twitter, we are at HomiesGP3. You'll find us there, and you'll see the logo, man. Uh, AJ, where can folks find you, man? Oh, man, you can find me on Instagram, at CousinAJ, D-U-Z-I-N, at... What's that? One more time, repeat it. Are you gone? <laughs> oh, no, sorry, sorry. I'm drop my mic. <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram, at CousinAJ, at C-U-Z-I-N-A-J. And yeah, man, you can catch me on IG. I'm always on IG, throwing a video up or something. Yeah. Posting a tag, liking the tag, sharing the tag. That's all I love on the ground. Excellent, man. Excellent. I'm going to make sure we got your uh, Instagram. And I also, whenever we do a post on our Instagram, I always uh, include you on the post, man. So, hey, uh, again, uh, Cousin AJ, appreciate you, man. And uh, right, man. And uh, I know, uh, you know, keep me up to date on that NBA. On that NBA, that NBA info we got from Nabate. I know you follow NBA and you watch it. Let me know if he's correct. And um, okay, man, I got you, man. Next time, next time you're on, I'm gonna ask you, man. Are we? Are we? Is, is Nabate following? Is he right? Is he on? So yeah, because you know I'm about to check out my Warriors play tomorrow. Yeah, that's gonna be a good game. Good game. All right, y'all. GP3 homies. Uh, number 119 is in the can and we appreciate y'all listening we appreciate the support and we out of here peace peace you've been listening to the gp3 homies from the block podcast connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com leave a voicemail 413-556-9546 follow us on itunes give us a five star follow us on soundcloud search gp3 homies from the block special thanks to music by millennial nick rap sb the g graphics lady j thanks for listening